We need our ferries here in BC. They are an integral part of our highway system. And yet, we continue to have problems. Lately in particular, it's been mechanical problems on key critical ships. It has been staffing shortages, meaning a cutback on sailings. It's been technical problems on a website that is crucial for passengers and information. In short, if something can go wrong with ferries these days, it will. And now we have another important long weekend coming up. So what has gone wrong here and what can we do better? We wanted to look at this from a broader perspective, not just like a BC ferries, you know, we always have these problems kind of idea. So Serge Bai is with us now. Serge is the Chief Executive Officer of the Canadian Ferry Association. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. So we, we really rely on our ferries here in BC. And have you seen all these problems that we have been having out here? Well, we, the media uh, covers uh, a number of the issues uh, uh, that uh, you are presently having, for sure. And, uh, and, and to give you a little bit of context, as this is uh, what you, you are looking for, um, I would say that you, you have similar issues throughout the country, right? It's not limited to BC or to BC ferries. There are uh, issues uh, in terms of uh, labor shortages uh, throughout the country in different sectors, but the ferry sector is quite, uh, quite affected by it for sure. Okay, so what are you seeing elsewhere? So other parts of the country, they also rely on ferry systems. Are they seeing similar kinds of problems? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. We're seeing uh, shortages of, uh, of uh, uh, crews uh, throughout the country, um, and this is why we, we're desperately looking at uh, uh, solutions, uh, uh, both domestically and internationally. Um, we, need, we need more people to work on ferries, um, and uh, absolutely, it's been an issue throughout the country. Uh, operators uh, uh, in Canada are sur- affected. At the association, uh, this was identified as the top issue, uh, not only this year, but for the previous uh, six, seven years. So this is not new. This is not something uh, uh, that's just now uh, uh, affecting the sector. This is something that was predicted. This is something that uh, uh, we are concerned about. And this is something that uh, some actions have been taken, but they do take time. Sir, six or seven years. That means that we've known the staffing shortage thing was coming. Does it feel like all these different ferry systems that people didn't pay enough attention to this? No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think we're looking at a global shortage of uh, labor in certain uh, in cer- certain sectors. Um, I also think that you you need to remember that uh, uh, it takes time to train uh, people as well. Um, it does uh, take uh, a good amount of time, um, and uh, policies have to change, and and various uh, uh, um, ways of doing things uh, uh, had to change. Uh, the pandemic has had a huge impact, I think, and brought uh, this issue to a head. Uh, uh, we had an aging workforce, um, and that was recognized, and we recognized the risk. And I think after the during the pandemic, a lot of the workforce uh, basically decided, okay, well, it's time for us to retire. And we saw, um, I think, unprecedented levels of retirement throughout, uh, throughout the sector. And that's created uh, another uh, issue. Um, and, and absolutely, uh, it is a problem. But it's a problem that requires 
uh, multiple types of solutions uh, from policy changes as I said you know how do we how do we train seafarers um, you know we, we, we during the pandemic we were doing training uh, virtual training uh, for some of the colleges uh, that was uh, enabled by Transport Canada well that policy got changed uh, after uh, after the pandemic ended well that's creating some challenges for some people who prefer to be trained uh, like this um, in other sectors we rely on international students well in the in the marine sector you can't uh, because the regulations are such that international students can't actually uh, uh, continue and work uh, in Canada so that that creates a Another challenge, um, uh, Canada was one of the countries as well that did not recognize credentials from uh, uh, foreign seafarers. That has been changed. We've signed bilateral agreements with a number of countries, um, including the Philippines, which was really good for the sector. But bringing people from the Philippines is not as easy as just snapping your fingers, right? It, it does require planning. It does require a number of things to take place. And, and while we're seeing some, some good things happening, um, there's, uh, it, it does take time. So it's it's as simple as that, like something is just allowing people to be trained online in an easier fashion, just making it easier for people to get training. That would make a huge difference. Well, I I think it's a combination of things, as I said. Uh, So one of them is access to training, for sure. Um, uh, We need to be able to recruit more students, uh, but that also requires people to to be interested in those fields. Um, It requires, um, uh, as I said, providing the right uh, conditions for international seafarers to come to Canada. It also requires for the right conditions for uh, seafarers in ferries right now to want to stay in in the sector. Uh, And uh, uh, so all those things play uh, play a role, uh, but uh, you know that's why a lot of uh, uh, ferry companies and operators across the country uh, country are spending quite a bit of time uh, trying to to solve this issue. And the good news is we you know we've got uh, supportive provincial governments and uh, supportive uh, uh, federal government. Although it does take time uh, in Ottawa on occasion to get things done, but we we're moving ahead and and, and we're making changes. And I do appreciate the frustration. I certainly do appreciate the frustration from people who uh, get caught in delays and cancellations. And But I can tell you, it's happening across the country. This is not just limited to one company uh, uh, here. What about investment in ships? What about investment in the infrastructure of the ferry system? Well, we, we've, we've, been, we've been asking for... Um, increased investments in the uh, in the ferry uh, sector on the infrastructure uh, for years. Um, the federal government has a number of infrastructure programs, and while it says that the ferries are eligible, uh, the fact of the matter is when you dig a little bit into it, um, no ferries are not eligible, um, and and that's that's done through a number of uh, a little uh, uh, little. Um, things in the programs that make ferries ineligible. So uh, ferries in in urban areas absolutely are eligible, but ferries in rural regions are not eligible. So BC Ferries, as an example, uh, some uh, major funding program for infrastructure would not be eligible, 
same as a number of our operators across the country. So we've asked the federal government to to change uh, its uh, programs and change its uh, ways of doing things and let provincial governments determine what is more important for them in terms of funding. Uh, It should be a provincial decision when the program is cost-shared. It should be a provincial decision in terms of what makes more sense for the province. And then we we should see more investments in, in infrastructure. We need more ferries. We need greener ferries. Uh, and we need to uh, do, do that um, soon. We also have an aging war, uh, uh, fleet, um, and, and, and that's, uh, that's an issue. If you look at uh, uh, a country uh, like uh, Norway, um, the average uh, fleet, uh, the age, is about 10 years old, if not less. Um, in, in Canada, we're in 40 years old. So it, it is it is a challenge, right? Uh, the problem is operators just can't create money to pay for ferries. It does cost a lot of money to build a ferry, and 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 there are often technical issues. And the problem is, it's not as simple as you know you you have a bus that breaks down, call another bus. Uh, that doesn't happen. Those are uh, complicated pieces of equipment with a huge price tag associated to it. And uh, uh, when you have a mechanical failure, it affects a lot of people and it creates a lot of anger. We get it. Uh, but it's not like you can have uh, a ferry in uh, in the dock just waiting for in case there is a uh, mechanical uh, break uh, for each other each ferry that operates at the same time. So it, it is a challenge, and and um, it, it, it's the same thing across the country, and I would say across a number of countries, indeed. All right. So we're at least we're not alone. At least we can hear that. Uh, Serge, thank you so much for your time on that this morning. You're welcome. Thank you. That is Serge Bai, who's the chief executive officer of the Canadian Ferry Association, telling us that we are not alone when it comes to the struggles that BC Ferries is facing. The, the job recruitment one, I think, is a big piece. Like, yeah, recently it's been about mechanical breakdowns. And as Serge said, that's also happening. And it's hard to find people to fix ferries. It's hard to find people to replace the ferries. And the whole infrastructure is a problem. But staff shortages, huge, right across the country. Training, recruiting, that is something that all ferry systems are facing. And as a whole, he says Canada needs to make it easier to train people because of the maritime regulations, needs to make it easier to uh, notice and and accredit international people to come and work on the ferry systems. uh, And that would all make a difference. Now, we obviously want to know about the website too, right? Fixing that critical IT infrastructure. So we're keeping an eye on that story and we want to know what is BC Ferries doing in particular to tackle these problems. And we hope to talk to the CEO of IC, um, of BC Ferries who used to be the CEO of ICBC. That's coming up early next week because we have another long weekend coming. And how much faith do you have that things are going to be running all right for that long weekend?